Oh shit. Backwards. <laughs> hey. You got hey, me. What's up, girl? Hey, how you doing? Why you look like that? Why I look like what? Like I'm all burnt up? You look like a Brazilian iguana. Your ass look weird as hell. Evan, you look like a handsome weasel. Your ass out here looking like you <laughs> Your ass goofy. Yo ass out here, boy. That motherfucker hey, asked. That motherfucker asked for the MC Hammer eyebrows. Hey, hey <laughs> Halloween. What's up, y'all? This is your boy David Lucas right back at you with another episode of Fake News. Uh, how y'all been, man? Last week. How was last week, man? Uh, not so many people watched the pod. What the hell is going on there? Are gas prices too high? Well, they ain't got nothing to do with people watching the pod, but you just feel like people pay so much at the gas pump, they don't want to watch YouTube for free. Downloads on Spotify are increasing. Uh, as we continue to make this podcast better, we're going to redo the set. The black is too reflective. I'm black. The wall is black. And I feel like y'all can't see me. No, I'm playing. I'm not that black. But whatever. Uh, last week was, uh, what was last week? Where was I last week? Nowhere. I was doing shows at the Creek. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I have big news. I've joined a new platform called Swagger to share exclusive content roast content with you guys so if you want exclusive video content from me then click the link in the comments download the app and follow me i'll be posting there each day with never before seen roast content that you're gonna love i promise you uh even better you can earn money by just watching and tipping for content you like yes you earn money from watching hilarious roast swag it is powered by swag bucks the world's leading reward platform where you can earn money for watching videos doing surveys and even shopping. Swagbucks has paid over $1 billion to users. So for every Swagbuck you give away to support content you love, you'll earn two in return. Uh, you can turn Swagbucks into gift cards at over 100 retail partners like Amazon, Target, Best Buy, and more. So if you want to see hilarious roasts and earn money laughing, then click the link below, download the app, and follow me, David Lucas Funny. Uh, I went to Rogan's new club with him, that club... It's going to be the best club in America, and not just speaking because he's my friend, but it's the, the amount of time, effort, energy, and care that he's putting into it. I can't wait for people to see it. It'll be open in like the next three or four months. You know how business goes. You got to wait for permits. You got to wait for that. Then you got to wait for this. It'll be downtown Austin. It's going to be amazing. Uh, there's two rooms, and uh, he cares about the comedy community so much. Like, we were talking last night, and he's like, this is a club that's going to be ran by us. And I'm like, hey, bro, <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, bro. He loves he loves stand-up comedy so much, man. I really don't know if anybody loves stand-up comedy as much as Rogan. I don't know what he loves more. Is it stand-up comedy or elk meat? Who knows? I wonder, like, nah, I think maybe comedy. But he loves some elk meat. He, he definitely loves some elk meat. But it's a fantastic club, man. Uh He's really making a comedian's club, and I think when you make a club that's centered around comedians, the comedians are more happy, which in turn gives you a better show. And my like, like, just think about it. if your job made a job centered around you, like they actually took your recommendations, they listened to what you had to say about what can improve at a comedy club, and and if a job did that anywhere else, it'd make the job so much better to be at. And you'd want to work, and you'd want to produce at a at a higher level. I, I assume, who knows? But yeah, that was fun. Uh, Halloween. We started back filming Kill Tony this week after we had a two week. We had two weeks off, but of course, y'all still have episodes because uh, he filmed at Skank Fest. I was not at Skank Fest. I was performing in North California. Uh, during Skank Fest, so you will not see me on those episodes, but when the Halloween episode airs, you will see me, and I'm not telling you what my costume is. You just gotta see it. There was a great 
<clears throat> there was an unexpected guest that you will never expect that was on Kill Tony for Halloween. I, I'm ready for y'all to see it. Of course, me and Tony roasted as always, and wait till you see Tony's costume. A lot of people followed the Instagram shenanigans me and Tony had going on last week. Everybody was like, this is the internet battle. I didn't know we needed. And me and Tony, like, broke the internet when it comes to, like, comedians posting memes or making jokes. I don't think it gets much more funnier than that. Like, I posted a picture of the Kill Tony costume with <clears throat> what I'm assuming is a gay guy or a very feminine boy who looked like Tony Hinchcliffe, and I said, make sure you get your Kill Tony costumes. Then he comes back with the overweight Whoopi Goldberg, and then he made another one. But I'm like, damn, son. But I had one in the chamber. I had one. I had the silver bullet just in case he decided to put another meme out. I was like, hey, I got one locked and loaded for your ass just waiting for you in case you want to act a fool. I got one for you, Tony. We 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 can go back and forth all day, dog. You you, you let me know what it is, because <laughs> once you, I was gonna ether him. Maybe not ether him, but you know, Halloween uh, was you know this past Monday. I'm not a big Halloween guy, man. I I grew up I grew up in a very religious area. Uh, my my family was very religious. I, I was raised by my granddaddy, as a lot of people know. And like, we didn't really have Halloween like that. Like, I, I probably dressed up two times as a kid. It, it wasn't very, very big in my household. Like, we had Hallelujah Night, where you go to the church, or you know, trunk or treat. You probably heard that term, Hallelujah Night, where you go to the church and church members pass out candy and they cook hot dogs and hamburgers, all bullshit, and then you go back home, but there's no joy of trick-or-treating. Uh, or if you were Jehovah Witness, you you didn't do a fucking thing. You stayed at home and pretended like people were not ringing your doorbell. There, there was no candy being passed out of Jehovah Witness. I, I feel like a Jehovah Witness is the best way to have a lot of kids and not have to get them shit. It, they don't do birthdays. They don't do Christmas. Like... If I have more than eight kids, I'm going to just become Jehovah Witness, so I ain't got to get them a fucking thing. They get the bare minimum school clothes, and that's about it. Your ass ain't playing no sports. You ain't going You ain't going no field trips. Ain't no Santa Claus, bitch. Ain't no Halloween. Ain't no Easter. I think that's the best way to be <clears throat> if you have a whole bunch of kids. Just tell them we're Jehovah Witnesses, and we don't believe in that, son. That is not how we get to where we need to be. Uh, but speaking of Halloween, um, some teens were blasted for blackface Halloween costumes. Somebody said, this is a hate crime. And I'm pretty sure you you know who said that. It wasn't a black person. <laughs> we don't we don't use words like hate crime. We don't we don't use words. Only only time you hear the word hate come out of a black person's mouth is when a girl is speaking about a dude she used to bang. She'll be like, I hate you. Other than that, you don't hear black people really saying hate. <clears throat> um, so let's see. A group of white Utah teenagers. And I just was recently in Utah two weeks ago. Those kids are not exposed to anything. So they probably didn't think they did anything wrong. Uh, a group of white Utah teenagers are being slammed online for an alleged hate crime after they were seen grinning in a viral video on TikTok while dressed as prisoners and wearing blackface. If we're talking historically, <clears throat> or not historically, but if we're talking statistically, uh, don't black people make up a great percentage of all prisoners? Statistically? Yeah? Uh, let's, the video posted Halloween night depicted three kids dressed in prison uniforms with their faces and hands colored black while another in the group was in a faux police uniform. The group was apparently gathered at a Cedar City Walmart. The fact that these kids had to gather at a Walmart lets you know they bored as hell. Before you judge these kids in Utah, go to Utah. I wanted to put on blackface while I was in Utah because I didn't feel black. And these kids are not exposed to anything. 
Who are these kids in Cedar City, Utah? The video was captioned. Please spread this so we can find them. They're children. Several onlookers near the teens can be seen smirking or laughing in the clip. And honestly, I'm looking at the clip. I probably would have laughed my ass off at him. I'd have been like, you guys are goofy as hell. I, I don't, me personally, I don't think I would have gotten mad. Like, teenagers these days, we should be happy that this is the the maximum that they're doing, dressing in blackface as prisoners because kids are idiots. They're, 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 they're wearing, they're, they're eating Tide Pods. They're boofing alcohol by putting alcohol on tampons and shoving it up their ass. We should be happy that they're just wearing blackface at a Walmart. Like how boring and how horrible is your city to where the gathering spot is a Walmart? They could be doing so, they could be, <clears throat> you, and this is what somebody had to say. You guys are not going to get into a college, said the person behind the camera. You guys are not going to get any scholarships because this is a hate crime. <clears throat> For somebody to say that this is a hate crime, let me pull up the definition of hate crime. One second. A hate crime is any criminal act or attempted criminal act directed against a person or persons based on the victim's actual or perceived race, nationality, religion, sexual orientation, disability, or gender. Examples of hate crimes include acts which result in injury, even if the injury is slight. So what act has happened right here to where you can consider this a hate crime? You can say this is kind of racist, but not to say that this is a hate crime. <clears throat> One of the teens then claimed it didn't matter since they don't go to school. We all dropped out of high school. It's okay, said one of the boys, before laughing and turning away with the other group members. I still don't think it's appropriate for you guys to be doing this. The woman behind the camera retorted. It's really not funny. Probably some white woman. Not even a black woman that got mad. At, I'm a black man. I would have laughed at these kids and be like, hey, man, y'all stay safe tonight. Don't do nothing stupid. Funny. I, me and my friends did stupid shit like this when we were in high school. And, bro, these kids... While the original TikTok talkers video is now private, several other users filmed duets with the clip, one of which nearly has 384,000 views since Monday night. Utah Governor Spencer Cock issued a statement concerning the video on Tuesday. Like, well, it's not that serious. We strongly condemn racism in all forms, and we call on every Utahan to reject such offensive stereotypes, slurs, and attitudes, said Cox. We must do better. Well, Cox, have you ever been to Salt Lake City? Because uh, they not used to seeing black people. I was there, and I the, the whole time I was there, I might have saw six blacks. <laughs> Bro, so one whistleblower in the comments revealed the teen's alleged identities. The post has reached out to Cedar High School for comment. Social media users also called out the kids' parents for allowing them to leave the house while dressed offensively. And and in all honesty, they probably didn't leave the house like this. They probably gathered at one of the teens' houses, whose parents are a little lackadaisical, or maybe even maybe not even out at home. Or the parents could have been out taking the younger kids for Halloween festivities. So we we really don't know. So for you to think that parents were okay with this behavior, like once a parent leaves our, I mean, once a kid leaves, we we were all teenagers. Once we leave our parents' house. You have, as a parent, you have to rely on how you raise them for how they act out into the world. Once teens have minds of their own, there's so much 
and there's so especially from my generation and most of your generation who's watching right now there's so much more influence on teens right now than there was when we were in high school and you know the 2008 2009 2010 people like there's so much more influence like kids kids get to see so much on tiktok so much on instagram so much on youtube and at that young age their minds are still fragile uh what what, what is it a kid doesn't fully finish developing uh, mentally until 25, especially boys. So, I mean, they get to see a lot of stuff that's still a kid at 16, 15, 17. That's still a child. They get to see a lot of stuff. They're exposed to a lot of stuff. And some of them don't even realize that it may or may not be reality. That's the problem with social media. That's why you have so many kids nowadays who might go out and commit they might harm themselves because they they were not satisfied with the attention that they received on social media. So, I mean, a lot of things that kids perceive on social media nowadays may or may not be reality to them. That's part of growing up. That's part of being an idiotic kid. I'd rather these guys make these mistakes at this young age and learn the older they get than to get older and never made these mistakes and learn consequences. You know, so it's like allow them to be kids. Allow them to make stupid mistakes. We all did it. Like, I don't know why people are trying to scrutinize kids so hard. They have it hard enough. You got to worry about being popular. You got to worry about if this girl likes you. You got to worry about not calling somebody by the right pronoun in high school, in middle school. And then they got to worry about being popular on Instagram. You don't have 10,000 followers. Like that's, that's, that's something we never heard of when we were in high school. What do we have when I was in high school? AIM, Facebook, Tagged, MySpace. That's about it. That's all we had in high school. YouTube was a brand new thing, and the only person who was popular in high school on YouTube was Tayson Day with Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. A baby's born. Chocolate Rain. So those are like the, the we we grew up in the infancy stages of social media to where it didn't impact us the way that it impacts these kids now. They they have so much more to worry about. So leave these kids alone, man. Let them be kids, man. As long as Dress up in all the blackface you want. As, as as long as you ain't out here harming me and mine, I feel they're dressed in blackface. They're not around here slapping black people. That's how I feel. Leave them alone. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have heard the sad news about... Uh, one of the members from the Migos getting shot. Uh, we'll read the article and then we'll go to talk about it. Uh, Takeoff, who was, uh, you know, one of the quieter members of the Migos. So you had Quavo and Offset. Uh, Offset's with Cardi B and Quavo has dated numerous other celebrity women and also I had a few solo songs. And I believe, what was it, uh, Quavo and Takeoff were forming a new group, and for those of you who do not know, Quavo was Takeoff's uncle. So, uh, yeah, there's, that's how the black community is. Your, your uncle's three years older than you. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Migos rapper Takeoff was shot multiple times, resulting in his death, according to the report from the medical examiner's office. The Harris County Medical Examiner lists takeoff's primary cause of death as penetrating gunshot wounds of head and torso into arm. It appears the office has concluded its investigation, as they also state takeoff's body is ready for pickup for funeral services. As we reported, takeoff was gunned down after shots rang out following an argument outside a Houston bowling alley early Tuesday morning. In video obtained by TMZ, you see Takeoff's Migos partner Quavo in an argument before the shooting starts. Takeoff was standing just inches from Quavo during the heated exchange, but at no point did he seem to be a part of the back and forth. Uh, while it's currently unclear who, who fired the fatal shots, we've also obtained video of one man holding a gun in the seconds leading up to the gunfire. Cops tell us that the man is currently a person of interest in the death investigation. 
Uh, a statement from Migos representatives Tuesday read, senseless violence and a stray bullet has taken another life from the world and we are devastated. Quavo and Offset have not yet to make public statements about Takeoff's murder, though, Offs though Offset did change his Instagram avatar to a photo of the rapper. Um, when I first heard about this, um, I was more mad at the fact that millionaires were outside of a bowling alley playing dice. Anybody who has been to the hood, anybody who has hung out in the streets, I mean, I had many of cousins that were hood, and I've, I've put myself in danger many a times. But if you've witnessed a dice game or a card game in the hood, it can turn ugly real quick. And I mean, at this time of the night, People are probably loaded on drugs and alcohol. So, I mean, any little thing can make somebody go left real quick. Um, I want all millionaire rappers to hire security guards. If I was a millionaire rapper, I would not trust my street friends with my safety and protection. You can wear a million dollars worth of jewelry. You should be able to hire a million dollars worth of security. And, and, and I mean... What you call it said it best. Lupe Fiasco said it best. He said, rich niggas making poor decisions. That's what it breaks down to. Why, why, are we playing, why are we playing dice? Why are we shooting dice? Why are millionaires shooting dice? Like Sometimes when you elevate yourselves, especially when you become a rapper or any type of public figure, you kind of got to leave that old shit behind, man. You got to get away from that. I wouldn't be involved. And, and some people just can't. And then they lose their lives. To, and, and from what I heard, allegedly, Takeoff had nothing to do with the argument that was going on. He was the most quietest one. Uh, and allegedly, uh, people are saying that the bullet that was fired actually came from a guy on their side. And that's what I don't like. People go buy these nice, pretty weapons that they might hear in rap songs. And because they had the money to get it, they never go to the gun range to use it. They're shooting this gun. They don't realize that it has all this recoil. And all of a sudden, they have no control of it. And stray bullets are going everywhere. If you're going to carry a gun, you should go to the gun range with it so you can be accurate and hit what you're supposed to hit. Every gun that I own, I take it to the gun range. I, I know how to load it, unload it, shoot it, shoot at a target. Like, like, I don't get it, man. Like, sometimes money gets in the hands of the wrong people. And I mean, how many rappers this year have been killed? How many? Rappers need to be wiser. We should not be losing rappers over street arguments. We shouldn't be losing rappers, period. I mean, some of them do overdose. Some of them, you know, get shot. But we shouldn't be losing rappers, period. It, it, everybody is should just be wiser, uh, be more conscious of, of gun safety and argue. Like, take, from, from the video that I saw, uh, Quavo, not take off. Quavo was ready to leave once the dude was trying to press him about something. The dude started talking to him about basketball, and Quavo was like, "Man, no basketball. Man, I'm about to get out of here. You tripping?" And that's when he was like, "You tripping?" That's when the gunshots went off, or or you see a punch, and then gunshots go off. So I mean, maybe he did sense it, but shouldn't be shooting dice. That like go to Vegas. They got real, Vegas got real nice casinos for you to roll dice. Real nice casino. I don't know, bro. Like, Migos, you know, they had a, they, they, they kind of like, in my opinion, they, they changed, they changed, uh, how people rap. Like people were rapping like that before the Migos, and then you had hella other rappers starting to starting to rap like that. Like there's a clip of a <laughs> there's a clip of a 
Are we able to pull that clip up right quick? Uh, clip of uh, Snoop Dogg rapping like the Migos. I don't know who created it, if it was Future or Migos, but all them niggas sound the same. Snoop Dogg, OG. OG Snoop Dogg, bro. Snoop Dogg is an OG, man. He said, I don't know who started that rapping like that. Was it Future or was it Migos? He said, I went to the studio and had me try how to rap like that. He said, man, cut that shit off. I don't... But I mean, you know, whether good or bad, whether you like it or not, you know, the Migos, they definitely changed rap with that style of, I don't even know what you call it. I, like, Hannah Montana, White Bandana, Hannah Montana, White Bandana, White, White Panamera, whatever they were saying that. Hannah Montana. They definitely had some hits. Fight Night. Uh, what was the one that, uh, what was the one that Childish Gambino really liked? That one song that Childish Gambino really liked a whole lot. Childish Gambino. Whoa. Oh. Childish Gambino called. Oh, Bad and Bougie. How can you forget about that? Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie. Yeah, very bad and Bougie. Childish Gambino called. Well, Donald Glover called Amigos the Beatles of this. How? Yeah, how did I forget about uh, Bad and Bougie? There's a viral clip where I think it was Joe Budden asked Takeoff. He said, how does it feel to be left off a of bad and bougie? He was like, nigga, do it look like I was left off a of bad and bougie? He had all this, I think he had went to jail or something. I did not know he was 28. So young. So young, man. That's so crazy. So crazy. Uh, of course, we had to talk about this. Uh, I know a lot of people have been watching this Paul Pelosi situation. Like it, it, it's <clears throat> it's crazy to me. Like it's you know Paul Pelosi. Some people can say he's been effing up. You know he got the DUI and maybe Nancy's tired of his shit. And maybe she's maybe. It could, you know, I'm speculating. She could have, she could have set him up for what we call in the South the okie doke. Y'all know what the okie doke is when you fall when you fall for the booby trap, or you're put into a booby trap. So let's read this article. David DePap, or however you say, it, allegedly said it was the end of the road for Paul Pelosi. Pelosi, excuse me. Take them all out. David DePape, Pap, however you say it, the 42-year-old suspect accused of attacking Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy Pelosi, allegedly told the House Speaker's husband that it was the end of the road for him after breaking into the couple's San Francisco residence. And I mean, <clears throat> this could actually be legit because San Francisco is a wild place right now. San Francisco L.A., Chicago, uh, wherever else that is, they are out of control. Uh, and said he was sick of the insane fucking level of lies coming out of Washington, D.C., according to court documents. Court documents filed on Tuesday by San Francisco District Attorney uh, Brooke Jenkins paint a clearer picture of what happened when DePape or DePap, I don't know how you say his name, allegedly broke into the residence on October 28th, shortly after 2 a.m. Uh, in, in my eyes, that sounds like booty call hours. 2 a.m., the man was in his underwear. I, 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 <laughs> is, is, is Mr. Pelosi freaky? <laughs> we, we don't know. All right, he, October uh, 28th, shortly after 2 a.m., stating that Paul Pelosi was knocked unconscious by the suspect and woke up in a pool of his own blood. The documents state that Paul Pelosi was knocked unconscious for about three minutes and that there were ring security cameras everywhere. We need to see that footage. And don't give us none of that Pentagon 9-11 footage either. <laughs> we want to see all the footage. Paul Pelosi was taken to a local hospital to undergo surgery to repair a skull fracture in addition to other injuries. 
according to the documents, the pape had several targets, which include a local professor, several prominent state and federal politicians, and relatives of those state and federal politicians. After the pape allegedly broke in, the motion to detain states that he woke up Nancy Pelosi's husband by stating, are you Paul Pelosi with the hammer and zip ties in his hand? Oh, this is a freaky boy. He had a hammer and zip ties? Freaky deaky. <laughs> She's not here, Paul Pelosi responded. The pape then asked when Nancy Pelosi would return, to which Paul Pelosi responded, She's in Washington. She's not going to be back for a couple of days. Y- y'all were able to have a conversation. <laughs> this man is not supposed to be in your house and you just sit there, oh, she's not here right now. Uh, would you like a glass of wine? Would you like to strip to your underwear? <laughs> like, what? How are you having a conversation with somebody who just broke into your house? Make it make sense. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. But before you got hit upside the head with a hammer, you remember having a conversation with this dude about your wife? That, that's enough time for me to rush somebody. You don't woke me up. You asked me where my wife at. I know you ain't supposed to be in my house. I know you ain't supposed to be in my house, so why am I even answering your questions? And if they were not in San Francisco and if they were not so liberal, he would have greeted him with, a, my wife's in Washington and we about to put your ashes there. I would have put out my bedside gun. <laughs> <laughs> but of course he can't have a gun because it would go against everything that his wife tries to push uh, she's not here Paul Pelosi responded the pape then asked when Nancy Pelosi would return to which Paul Pelosi responded she's in Washington she's not going to be back for a couple of days here's where it gets sketchy the crazy man then said okay well I'm going to tie you up <laughs> How you tell a grown man when I'm about to tie you up? What are you? You about to tie me up? You about to tie who up? Nigga, you about to tie your shoes up? You about to tie me up? <laughs> the pape said to Paul Pelosi, according to the documents, which also state the suspect threatened to tie up Mr. Pelosi about ten times. What do you mean you got threatened to get tied up? To, it sounds like you want to be tied up. I'm gonna tie you up. No, you ain't. Yes, I am. Go tie you up. You ain't gonna tie me up. I'm gonna tie you up. Like what? <laughs> what? <clears throat> he threatened to tie him up ten times. What? When Paul Pelosi attempted to escape through an elevator near the bedroom, the pape held the door to prevent him from leaving, according to the documents. Nancy Pelosi's husband then sat on the bed. And asked the pape why he wanted to see the House Speaker. Well, she's number two in line for presidency, right? The pape said after Paul Pelosi agreed. The pape said they're all corrupt and we got to take them all out. Pelosi then asked if he could call anyone to which the defendant responded that it was the end of the road for the House Speaker's husbands, according to the documents. The pape then allowed Paul Pelosi to use the bathroom. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? (laughs) The pape didn't allow Paul Pelosi to use the bathroom. Court documents say his phone was charging, which is when Pelosi called 911. Uh, How convenient. His phone was charging in the bathroom. What human doesn't charge their phone next to their bedroom just in case your wife, who's in Washington, D.C., calls or one of your side chicks? Pelosi told the 911 operator that he didn't need police. What? What? So he went, He really wanted to send one of those counselors over. Paul Pelosi told the 911 operator that he didn't need police, fire, or medical assistance in an attempt to defuse the situation. As the pep was watching him on the phone, the document states, he then asked where the Capitol Police were because they are usually at the house protecting his wife. Wow. Uh, He thinks everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good, Pelosi told the dispatcher, who then asked Paul Pelosi to call back if he changed his mind. This is the weirdest break-in and encounter I have 
ever witnessed or not witnessed, heard of. No, no, no. This gentleman just uh, came into the house uh, and he wants to wait for my wife to come home, Pelosi, Pelosi responded. After he gave identifying information to the dispatcher and said he didn't know DePap, the suspect said that he was a friend of theirs. He's telling me I'm being very lazy. What in the hell? He's telling me I'm being very lazy, so I've got to stop talking to you, Pelosi said. When the dispatcher offered to stay on the line, he responded, no, he wants me to get the hell off the phone, and the call ended. The 911 operator then issued a priority well-being check according to the documents. This is a weird encounter at these people's house. After heading downstairs, the pap said, I can take you out and approach Paul Pelosi's right side with a hammer. Pelosi then put his hand on the hammer's handle. <clears throat> when police officers arrived at the scene and asked what was going on, the pap smiled and said that everything's good. Officers gave an order for the men to drop the hammer, to which the pap responded, um, nope, and then stepped back and lunged toward Paul Pelosi, allegedly hitting his head at full force with the hammer, according to the complaint. The police officers then entered the house and took the pap into custody. The pap allegedly told the officers that he was on a suicide mission. This is what he had to say. I didn't really want to hurt him, but you know, this was a suicide mission. I'm not going to stand here and do nothing, even if it costs me my life, the pap allegedly told police. Hurting him was not my goal. I told him before I attacked him that he's escalating things, and I will go through him if I have to. I'm sick of the insane levels of lies coming out of Washington, D.C. I came here to have a little chat with his wife, the pap said, added. Uh, the pap said that he came to the house with the intention to take Speaker Nancy Pelosi hostage, adding that if she lied to him, he would break her kneecaps. He forced his way into the Pelosi house, intending to take the person third in line to the president of the, of the United States hostage and to seriously harm her. Harm her. Uh, the defendant continued on his quest and would not be stopped, culminating on the near-fatal attack on Mr. Pelosi, Jenkins wrote in the filing. Jenkins also wrote, This case demands detention and nothing less. A criminal complaint filed by the San Francisco District Attorney Office state that the pap has been convicted of other crimes, and he's still out. This this is this is that California shit. You do a crime, you, you get out a few hours later. The pap the pap pleaded not guilty to state level charges during a Tuesday court hearing, which included attempted murder, residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. Hilarious. An immigration and custom and customers enforcement source told Fox News that a pap a Canada native has been in the U.S. illegally after overstaying his visa by a long time. Officers with the U.S. Capitol Police have a feed of live surveillance video outside of the Pelosi's residence in San Francisco, but weren't watching it when the break-in allegedly took place. <clears throat> The officers were monitoring a live feed of many cameras, which included surveillance of the Capitol complex, but also monitored some points away from the Capitol, including the Pelosi residence. <coughs> they might have been sick of Paul. You never know. According to sources, an officer was monitoring the feeds and saw police lights on a dark street outside the Pelosi residence. When going through surveillance footage, the officer saw the alleged attack when the pap allegedly struck Paul Pelosi, People briefed on the incident said, according to the report. Uh, like I said, that was a weird break-in to where they were able to have dialogue with each other. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird to me. They were able to have dialogue. They had a conversation. He let Paul use the bathroom. They were able to go downstairs. So, I... <laughs> y'all tell me what y'all think about this. I I can't call it. So, yeah, man, that Paul Pelosi shit, that Paul Pelosi thing was crazy. I, I don't know what to say about it. But uh, let's also watch this clip. Uh, one of my favorite basketball players, Kyrie Irving, uh, the... the, the the reporters, the sports reporters were definitely trying to bully him 
and trying to say that he was backing Alex Jones. We'll watch the clip and then we'll talk about it. Why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults. And it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaigning, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post. And it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to, chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, the title? putting it out there, people are going to say that you are promoting. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. You're human free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions? And they're going to say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question, bro. They have been coming for Kyrie since he refused to get that vaccine. Now they're trying to make it seem like he's making anti-Semitic remarks and promoting anti-Semitism, or however you say it. And Kyrie's like, I shared a post from Alex Jones from the 90s about secret societies and cults. Are there not secret societies in the world? So how can, he was like, out of all the posts y'all chose to look at, y'all looked at the one I shared from Alex Jones and tried to make that the issue. Are they really coming for Kyrie because he didn't take the vaccine and and he sat out, or, or, or is Kyrie really promoting that? I watched the clip. He answered pretty well. He's very well-spoken. He articulated himself, and he's like, can you stop saying that? You just want to make another clip to marvel at so you can go viral. All right, man, so it's time for Dear David. So I'm trying something new with Dear David. I'm actually going to go on Instagram Live and have you guys come into my Instagram Live and ask me questions on my live that I will Edit into my, well, I won't edit into my podcast. Brian will edit into my podcast because I think it's a little more fun and interesting when you ask me questions on video versus you just writing in. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into that right now. What the fuck is it? Hold on. I got to take one of y'all out. What? Don't, don't, I got a question. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> I was, I'll get you back in. <laughs> what, what's up, dog? What's, what's your on, question? Hey, man. Uh, uh, you really be going fishing out there in the ocean? Then you see the video. Like, what, what type of question is this? I ain't see the video. That's why. That, well, I mean, the photo. The photo is there. Oh, uh, no, nah, I ain't see it. I just is seen, that I'm, your... getting, I'm out here getting ready for work and shit, and I seen you jumped on. I was like, let me try and get up on here. Well, oh, God. Thank you, bro. All right, bro. Yo, how can I help you? Thank you. Oh my god. What's going on? Hi, David. What's the question for me? Uh shit, I was gonna ask you. Okay, so what's your thought up on this takeoff situation? What's the thought? What? On a takeoff situation. It's dumb. Like rich people should not be shooting dice. <laughs> Definitely. I was sitting up there and I was thinking to myself, he's so quiet. And I met him before. He's so quiet. And he, don't, he always in the background. And I'm just like, it's always like the innocent ones who be getting killed and stuff. Gotcha, like gotcha. the ones who's quiet. It's always like the quiet ones. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, rappers need to start hiring real security guards and and not rely on their homeboys to protect them when they're worth millions. What up, big dog? What's up? What's your name, dog? I'm Dylan. What's good? What's good? What's your question, bro? I'm asking when we're we gonna go fishing, dog. Where do you live? I'm in Austin. Let's go. 
Oh, let's go fishing, bro. I'm always down to go go wet a hook, bro. That ain't shit. Where you at, man? I'll take you out on the boat. We'll get on some. Yeah. Yes, sir. Where you go? You go I, you go to uh, Lake Austin or Travis or what? I, I go everywhere, dog. Well, let's go, man. I got a spot for you on the boat. All right, let's do it, bro. Just hit me up. Can you guys ask me some real questions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get off live. <laughs> I'm trying to use this shit on my podcast. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up? What's your name, dog? Uh, um, my name is Ismael. All right, what's your question? Yo, I was wondering, man, how many kids are you going to have, bro? Uh, Probably about, realistically, probably eight. Eight? Yo, that sounds, that's a good number, bro. Keep it yeah. up. You're, you're, yeah. you're in the good track. <laughs> why you look like that why I look like what like I'm all burnt out you look like a Brazilian iguana your ass look weird as hell well look at yourself bro you look like uh, my, my uh, ashy bald sack right now well you, you look like you got your hair cut with a hamburger spatula look at your head boy I actually That's... did it myself thank you <laughs> I, I can tell you got a prison cut thank you very much brother I'm in Canada, <laughs> I'm in Canada so this is pretty much a prison uh, as close as you can get yeah, your ass really look like Vin Diesel, boy. Your ass out here. <laughs> Vin Diesel in uh, in a quarter. Yeah. All right, bro. Appreciate you, dog. Hey, you too, man. I hope uh, yeah. one day I'll, I'll uh, escape this prison and go to Texas. There we go. Another question: You really think, uh, like Tony and uh, and Donnell have like a little bit of a beef? No. Nah. Donnell Donnell Rollins is just. If you know anything about old black man, bro, he just got old and he, those type of guys don't like to see younger guys that could potentially be funnier or better than them. So, you know, he's really emotional. He's an emotional guy. He can't help it, man. He's, he's, he, he's our, he's, he's our senior. You know what I'm saying? That's the OG, bro. Like, <clears throat> you think he'll ever be back on the show? That's a good question. Probably. He should, I mean, man. He should get Dave Chappelle on the show, bro. That'd be monstrous. I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Oh man, that'd be some shit. Yeah, I will appreciate you, bro. All right, man. Stay up. Yes, sir. Oh shit, it's backwards. <laughs> hey, you got hey, me. What's up, girl? Hey, how you doing? What you what got you for do? me? I just want to ask you what what you think about all the comedians in Austin, Texas, because of Tony Hinchcliffe and Joe Rogan. What do I think about all the comedians moving here? Yes. Uh, it could be smart. It could be dumb. I mean, um, if you if you were not a name in the area that you were already at, why would you flock to Austin where? The the slots are limited. That's why I love you, Dave. You just say exactly what's right. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you hundred percent, dude. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I I wing it all the time. Every time I do anything comic, cause uh, you know, it gives me joy to just to make funny out of my past. But you know, when I came right. to see you at the show uh, in San Antonio, man, you you had a uh, you had a people that loved you, and then then you had people that didn't love you. You know, yeah. and I'm thinking. It doesn't matter what level of comedy you do. I think that it's just a matter of opinion, isn't it? Absolutely. So, and if you, and, and, if you don't, and if and if you don't if you don't agree with it, just leave. That's right, motherfucker. That's right. You know, I'm yeah. glad you came to Texas and stay here though, because I think you. think it's it's nice seeing you more regular. I enjoy. Oh, I appreciate it. you. Thank so, you. I right, have thanks, a good day. Thanks for having me on, dude. Have a good of day. Course. Evan, you look like a handsome weasel. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> what what hey, question? What, yeah. For writing jokes, what's the best way? Do, do you like? Do you just think of something and put it down on paper? Like, how do you exactly write a joke? Uh, I mean, I'm an observation comic, so like, <clears throat> my jokes are kind of like everyday life, just with a different perspective. Um, so for me, I just every thought that I have that's different. I just put it down and then try to add tags to it, but you really won't know if it works until you say it out loud on stage. For sure. Because I'm like, I, I have a bunch of stuff 
I'm in Vegas and I go to open mics, but I haven't had, haven't had the balls to go on. Because, mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to write a joke. So I'm like, what the fuck? How do I even start? Yeah, I mean, bro, I didn't know how to write a joke for, like, three years. Like, my jokes were horrible when I first started. Like, I was just saying stupid stuff for the for whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and then eventually I learned about jokes. It's really just getting on stage. You know what I'm saying? And you, you're not going to know what you're doing for, like, the first two years. You're just not. So you have to be accepting of of mediocre reactions, no laughs. Uh, and you just got to know that that's your path to keep on going. Because, I mean, you might get a couple of chuckles. Uh, but that's about it, bro. Like, you, 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 you're, you're, I mean, you know, like they say, it take 10 years. 10 years, bro. I started this as a teenager. You know, so it's it's a, it's a marathon. It ain't a sprint. That's what you got to remember. That's wisdom right there, man. Hey, when are you coming hey, to Vegas? Uh, I'll be there in March, actually. I just want to know who, uh, what beauty salon you went to for your eyebrows. Ah, uh, that's uh, <laughs> a cut above. <laughs> your ass out here looking like you. Out, <laughs> your ass goofy. Your ass uh, out here, boy. That motherfucker asked. That motherfucker asked for the MC Hammer eyebrows. Hey, <laughs> Halloween. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, bro. Thanks. Yeah. What's up, dog? What's your name? Ah, uh, shit. I go by Smoke. What's good, bro? What's good, Smoke? Hey, I got one question. What's up? How much your big ass weigh? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I started out at like 389. Now I'm down to like 352. Yeah, how much that how much that beard weigh, you fucking Budweiser drinking motherfucker? Hey, they call it the womb room from where I'm from, bro. Yeah, that shit look nasty. I know you got hepatitis up in that bitch. You gotta get a Goddamn you gotta right. you gotta get a tetanus shot to keep that beard. <laughs> hey, I like your gummy worm tattoo on the side of your neck, bro. Boy, your ass look like you won a spicy sausage eating contest, nigga. Get your goofy ass up out of here. <laughs> Right, beef bro, jerky. You. you look like a professional beef jerky taster. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. All right, dog. Hey, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Fake News with your boy David Lucas. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Dear David, I appreciate y'all. Uh, we'll continue to make tweaks as we go along. But for right now, we're using Instagram Live to get the videos. Y'all be good. Make sure you go to my website, davidlucascomedy.com. We will be updating with a lot of new tour dates. Let me just shout out some of the tour dates that I'm working on for next year. Uh, what do we have? San Jose Improv, Irvine Improv, Ontario Improv, Oxnard Improv. I'll be at Wise Guys. I'll be in Yuma, Arizona. I'll be in Naples, Florida. We, we got so many dates coming up. Don't forget I got Winnipeg the week of uh, November the 22nd. We're almost sold out every day. And don't forget I'll be in Tampa. I believe that's the 15th. Let me look, let me look, let me look. The 16th and 17th of December, I'll be in Tampa, Florida at Side Splitters. Go ahead and grab them tickets right now, y'all. Help me sell that mug out. All right, y'all. Y'all be easy. Peace. DavidLucasComedy.com to grab your tickets.